Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All Things Covered listeners, all things covered viewers. We have a special show for you guys as we oftentimes bring you. If you're fans of the NFL, if you're a fan of college football, if you're fans of HBCU football, if you're a fan of high-tier defensive back football, this is the show for you. Our guest, first round pick out of Tennessee State back in 2008 by the Arizona Cardinals. A two-time Pro Bowler. Let's keep it real. You should have added a few more Pro Bowls on his accolades, but they only gave him credit for two. But he was a Pro Bowler throughout his career. 12-year NFL vet. One of the best teammates I've been around. One of the best athletic individuals I've been around. Dominique Rogers Cromartie is joining us here. All things covered. Pat P. Brian McFadden. DRC is what we all call him. DRC, how you doing? What's up, Mike? Man, I'm just chilling, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I've been wanting to get you on. We finally got you on. There's so much we can tap into with you throughout your outstanding career. But let's go ahead and start in the beginning. Just like me, growing up in an athletic family, you also grew up around a lot of athletes. Tell us about some of the background and having two cousins that played in the National Football League, one of my former uh, college teammates, Antonio Cromartie, and now cornerback for the Cardinals. I mean, I'm sorry, for the Indianapolis Colts, Isaiah Rogers. Man, tell us about... How was it growing up with so many outstanding, talented individuals around you, all being from the same family? Man, great competition. You know, mm-hmm. I think that what gave me my edge. You know what I mean? I was a smaller guy going through school, went through a small school. But what I had over a lot of people, I had a lot of heart. Yeah. You know, and that is coming from within the family. Growing up, I only hung around family. I had certain friends that I grew up with, but mainly we had another boy cousin that was older than me, man. So when I go out there and we play throw him up, bust him up, I was always the youngest. So boy say throw him up, bust him up. I ain't heard that in a long time. Throw him up, bust him up, man. For those of you who don't know what that is, you throw the football up, whoever catches it, you gotta try to run before you get tackled or touch. No question. You gotta try to bust him up. Yeah, man. So yeah. man, it's great. And then you always had them arguments. Cause I'm faster than you, cause I'm better than you. Like to this day, I tell all of them, man, I don't care how old I'm getting, y'all ain't gonna, I'm never gonna let y'all beat me in nothing. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this question then. Hey, Mike, man, I finally lost the race, Mike, man. Who who beat you? Man, but uh, look, Isaiah finally got me. But he beat, okay, so I was gonna ask you this question. Matter of fact, when is y'all race? We uh, the last, right now we two and one. He got me twice, I got him once. The last time we raced was like a couple months ago. And he got you. He got me. It was downtown. We both barefooted outside. <laughs> you know, he got he got rougher feet than me, so I ain't really I ain't really good the ground. Wait a minute, y'all was racing on concrete or grass? On concrete. Bare feet. Bare feet. And he got you. How bad did he beat you? Oh no 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 no. He badly. I, I don't know. I, I think I won because he. They oh, was that, it was that close. It was that, that it, it was that close where I was running to. Okay. See, they told me we running to the end of the, of the car, but he said we were running to the street light. So I pulled up at the car and I, I felt like I was in front of him. Oh, so you didn't finish the race and he got you at the end. But I, cause I thought we were running a certain period. I told him, like, man, I'm, I'm almost 40, man. I ain't, I ain't running nothing over 40. Exactly. You're not supposed to run nothing under 40. But let me ask you this question, because I saw you when you was in your prime. Oh, man. In Ooh. your prime. You think Isaiah can hang with you in your prime? That, that man ain't even close. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I'm telling you, I say, man, I, I'm right now, I'm hanging with you. barely beat me right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, it ain't even close. It ain't even close. But, but he got that makeup speed. Like he can, once he hit it, he coming. I got yeah. that right now speed. So if I get to out the blocks right now, start running. Uh, oh, I see him out there cutting up. And, and you do a great job supporting him as well. Uh, yes, I know guys have who follow you on social media. They've seen you w- rocking Isaiah's jersey, man, supporting him. He's doing a real good job, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities, becoming a big time playmaker. Also a good returner as well. Yeah, He's yeah, guy, he do that. He, he get that football in his hand, he might take it to the yard. So, man, shout out to Isaiah Rogers and the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, DRC, you're a Florida boy. You grew up in yes, Florida, you know, played high school football in Florida. But tell us, how did you end up going to Tennessee State? Man, uh, 
when I was younger, you know, I'm from Bradenton, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I spent the first eight years going to the eighth grade. And then my ninth grade year, my mom would just ship me off to Orlando to my daddy. Because at the time, you know, my daddy was a college coach for over 20 years. Now he's mm-hmm. an athlete at uh, Pope State University. And uh, she was like, man, if you want to play sports, your father's into sports. He's a college coach. He's going to show you the ropes. Yeah. Sitting in Orlando. Now, I told you I was undersized in high school. So mm-hmm. I went to Edgewater High. If you know anything about Edgewater High. It's some dogs. We go to state area, you for football. There's some dogs out there. Me being a new guy, you know what I mean? They really didn't know me. So I mm-hmm. didn't get on the field there till my last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about, but I always played varsity from, from a young man on up, but I was just small, kind of like a little practice. But in practice, I had Mike Sims Walker and all them guys, uh, Donnie Malone, Troy Watts. I'll never forget going there one-on-ones. They was always oh, yeah. bigger than me, but uh-huh. I, gave, I gave them everything I had in practice. You know well, how, Jed, how, how big were you in high school? I was about five four, five four. Like when I left, I left high school. I, I had a growth spurt my junior year. That's that's what put me over the edge. Okay. Like, you know, on my basketball, football pitch, I'm always the shortest guy on the team. Uh-huh. And then in my junior year, when I left Orlando because I wasn't playing, yeah. like used to lead a game in the middle of the game and go to the concession stand, get a hot dog, and come back and watch the game on the bench. Cause I knew <laughs> I went. So I'm dead. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. You <laughs> you would leave the bench in your uniform. Go to the concession stand and get a hot dog and return to the bit. Yeah, cause I know I wouldn't get in. <laughs> and but one thing about my daddy, bro, he yeah. wouldn't let me quit. And that mm-hmm. that what I expect most about him, cause I'm like, man, I'm not gonna get in. They got yeah. guys both way, and I ain't gonna. Them guys was good, mm-hmm. but they, they ain't know how good I was. Like yeah. in practice, and I was I was locking up. So then when I go home, I go back. Now I'm six foot. I grew like six inches in one summer. You went from five four in one summer to six foot. Yeah, in one I grew six inches in one summer. Wow! So when I went back home, uh, I went to a smaller school that just opened been open for about two years. Mm-hmm. So I'm still under the radar. And there, I led the county. I thought I led the state of Florida in receiving yards, and I still I was playing receiver. Yeah, I still had had a couple interceptions. I was going both ways, but you know I didn't have. We weren't good. We didn't we didn't make the playoffs and nothing like that. So mm-hmm. what was the name of that school? Lakewood Ranch High. Okay, Lakewood, I got you. Yeah, so man, after that, my dad was like, when I was coaching, when he was coaching at Bethune Cookman, the football coach, that's my uncle, he was the football coach at Bethune Cookman. He was mm-hmm. a, a coordinator at Tennessee State. Got and you. he was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come down and watch y'all All-Star game. If I like y'all, I'll offer you. Man, I I was hot, cause mind you not, I'm in the city. I told you, I led, this, led the city in receiving yards. In the sense, I'm locking down. I ain't even start off. I ain't get into like the third quarter of the All Star game. So I'm wow! Uh-huh. But the team that we played had a running back that was committed to like uh Georgia fast. Uh-huh. 03, he broke. You remember his name? Terrence Jones. Okay. Went, uh-huh. went to Booker High School uh-huh. and he broke. And I tell you, I went and got him from like twenty yards. And the coach told me that's the only play I had made. He said, uh-huh. "Man, I ain't got no All I know is you tall and you can run. He said I can work with that. Uh-huh. And then that's how I got the TSU, man. That's the only thing I had. I didn't have no scholarships, no offers. I said, wow. I'm going to take advantage of it. That no way question. I, I mean, that, that, that's a telling sign for, you know, some of the high school prospects that ch- tap into our show that might not be a four-star kid, five-star, even a three-star. You right. know what I mean? Just take advantage of the opportunity when you get that opportunity because you never know who's watching. Right. You right. never know who's watching. So, man, that's a telling testament about the determination you had and the effort. The effort, because yes. if you don't go and hawk down the running back, you right. don't get the offer to Tennessee State, and you might not be the 12-year vet, NFL vet, that you became because of that hustle. And talking right. about Tennessee State, you miss, most people might not know this, and this blew my mind as well. You were the last FCS defensive player selected in the first round, which was in 2008. Since then, there haven't been an FCS player go first round. What more can be done to highlight FCS players and specifically HBCU players. You know, I think uh, they started on the right way. Uh, this year, they started the HBCU combine. And you attended that, correct? Yes, I attended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? uh, for the most part, it was good. Though. The only thing I didn't like is uh, the guys had them ran ran in the cold. That's the only thing I didn't like. It was outside. It was outside, yeah, and it, that's it was not. It was cold. It was, it was about thirty degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you're not you're not gonna get no good time in, in that type of weather. Right, but other yeah. than that, man. Man, well, everybody spoke well. They had opportunity to meet with teams and stuff. Everybody got a good look. I think I think that's a step in the right direction because a lot of times we, we are overlooked because we don't play that 
quality of players week in and week out. Mm-hmm. But we it's definitely players in, in, in the HBCUs. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, I played with a lot, played against a lot in National Football League, and of course, you know, as well. So it's just about the spotlight, just getting that's, a chance. Yeah, and I do agree with you. They're, they're doing things that try to improve the opportunities by having an HBCU combine, but get this, at the NFL Combine, there were only five HBCU guys that got an invite. Clearly, they can right. be more than five. You know what I right. mean? It should, it should be more than five, and hopefully they improve and make some changes to be able to allow more HBCUs to get on that stage, which is the NFL Combine. Right. So, DRC, for you, you go to Tennessee State, outstanding career. Now, there's rumors about DRC, Dominic rogers Cromartie. This could be an NFL like player he could be an nfl defensive back for you how crucial was the pre-draft process and when did you realize like yo man i got a chance of going pretty high not pretty high but i promise you you can ask anybody that went to tennessee state that played with me or every person on even the people on campus i knew i was going to the nfl when i first got there mm -hmm. that's all i used to say like, they'd be like man they always think i'm crazy because i say no i'm just passing through i'm not gonna lie to y'all <laughs> I'm just here for a short period of time because uh -huh. I'll never forget. I left, I left my senior year, and I went up there during the summer. Mm -hmm. You know, one enrolled in school, but I was doing seven on seven with the guys, and we was playing, we was playing against Vanderbilt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so when I go over there, when I get my opportunity, anybody, man, I, I, every time I got in, I got a pick. But I was wow. jumping routes, and, I, and in my head, I'm like, okay, this Vanderbilt, these TSU guys, they fast, but shoot, I'm right here with them as a, as a, as a senior in high school. So. Yeah. In my mind, I, I got a chance. I got a chance. And then I go in. I go in that summer camp. It got to it got to a point where Coach was counting how many picks Dominique gonna get today. Cause wow. I, I I wasn't starting. I was I was the last recruit. Mind you, now I wasn't no top recruit. That's why I wasn't number forty five. That was forty five dear to me. Cause when I got there, that's he, what they gave you. When the top recruit don't get the number, they reach yeah. in the third clothes basket and they throw <laughs> you a jersey. So, <laughs> it back to the coach. I said, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're going to wear what we give you. Man, anybody tell you, my soda pad was out here. I had the cleats that come up to you. The sharks. Man, listen, I was out there looking stank. <laughs> I know the quarterback in the head like, man, we finna go at 45 and big old soda pad. No question. Pick, hey, hey, Mike, man, I will pick them apart, Mike, man. Hey, so that's why, that's why you wear number 45? Yeah, man, because they disrespected me and gave it to me. So I said, they just throw you something out the dirty clothes hamper. You said they just here. Yeah, just here, just get there, man. I said, okay, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna wear it too. I'm yeah, wear but, it. but 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 you know, and we all know this. Growing up playing football, when you pretty good, you gonna right. pick your number. They right. gonna be like, what number you want? You know what I mean? Right. So I understand where you're coming from because yeah, I see some guys get their own jerseys too. Be like, hey, man, you gonna wear this number? This what you <laughs> gonna wear? You know, right. but you were a late recruit, a late add-on to the class. But man, that's that's that that forty-five is super significant for you, right yes, now. Sir. Yeah. Yes, so you say you went through the process early on. You really saw you can ball yeah. at this level. So and when then, did you eventually get into the starting lineup to be able to showcase who you were as a player? Man, if they burnt my red shirt. I was the only freshman to travel. Mm -hmm. So, but I wasn't no two freshman to the first game. Man, the last quarter they threw me in and burnt my red shirt. Wow. And yeah, and uh, two corners got hurt, and then two more got hurt in practice. So I had to start week two. Yeah, so I had so I had to start. So I I never forget Cletus Gordon, San Diego Chargers. He was playing at Jackson State University. He mm -hmm. went uh, I think he went maybe fourth, fifth round. Yeah, ran oh three. The first play, Matt up top, poke top. <laughs> he scored though. He scored. He he. But he took them by the forty yard bomb. They yeah. tried me the first play. You know what I mean? I was nervous. I was right there. Like, I missed the ball. We both fell. Like, I yeah. come up on the side. I'm like, man, all you hear. I told y'all he, he wasn't ready. Yeah. It's, 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 it's this one, uh, it was on BET. You remember okay. Black College? BET. Yeah. So we, we driving. Now I'm getting in the game. I got a couple pass breakups. Now I'm feeling myself. Fourth quarter, I'll never forget. It's 7-7. Seven, seven. They going down. One minute left to win the game. Man, they came over there, ran a three-step. I picked that thing off and took it back forth. Everybody, oh, I told y'all that Jit was wrong. I told you he was wrong. <laughs> oh. Hey, and ever since then, I ain't never looked back. I had a chip on my shoulder ever since then. Ever and, since and, then. Yeah, man. In four years, though, I kept that same mindset that I'm going to be so good, they're going to remember me. They're going to mm -hmm. remember four. But the, I came in and they was trying me. But y'all going to remember me. Don't, when I leave here, y'all going to remember four. Fine. That's, that's all I did, man. Hey, that, that's the dope story, man, because 
it's not how you start, it's how you finish. But you yeah. know what? One thing about you, your, your your mindset never deterred. It stayed the course. It stayed. You stayed focused. You stayed dialed in, and you stayed with that chip yeah. on your shoulder. And that chip got bigger and bigger. Even the, when you started making plays, you know sometimes DRC people can get complacent, can start feeling themselves like I made it. My 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 my, my footprints are already in the ground. But no, you want yeah. to create more footprints. And one thing I can say about this is, you know, you went to the Senior Bowl, balled out. Balled out yeah. at Senior Bowl. You were Senior Bowl MVP, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Senior Bowl MVP. So now people yes, are starting to really know who Dominique <laughs> Rogers Cromartie is. But what solidified that first round grade is when you went to Indy and you ran that. Now, some people say you ran 433. Some people yeah. say 431. Some people say 428. But did you have any doubt in your mind you were going to clock? Would you I'm say? I'm going to tell you what it was. We, what, we, we didn't want to, the first time. I ran a 4-2, easy. Because in the hands, they had me clocked with the hand clock at 4 2 three. So I'm talking about telling me, like, I got you at 4 2 three. I got you at 4 2 five. But yeah. the second time I ran, I, I already knew. Because you know how you go back to your phone, people already text you. Boy, you just ran a whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. So that second time I ran, I ran like a 4 three, seven, and they averaged it out. I didn't, I didn't run, though. If you, you could look at me when I came out. I just came out and was just like. You were cruising because you had already ran the fast time the first time. Right. So I ain't yes. want to. I gotta go run, go beat that time, like man. So, so Jit, Jit, you cruise a four three seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wake up and run four threes. <laughs> yep, that, that, that just it. Hey, Mike, Mike, that just it, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm trying. Hey, listen, listeners and viewers, this man ain't joking. When he was at Tom Shaw, DRC oh, yeah. and Chris Johnson was running four fours with twenty pound weight vests on. Yep, yep. I That's a true bit. story. That's so. And, and see, we had C. Johnson on the show some months ago. He said he was way faster than you, too, by the way. No, sir. We won and won. He won't never give me another race. He won't give you another one? No. Nah, I mean, we was that time, so I night telling all them boys out. They better don't quit Johnson. Uh-huh. They might have beat him the first way. That second one, I ain't going to lie to you, Mike. Man, he looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, he bad for real. <laughs> he bad for real. Hey, Jed, is he the fastest you ever seen? Yeah, I ain't going to lie to you, Mike, man. Ain't too many people can look at me in a race now. Ain't too many people do that now. You got to be running, running. He looked at you to the he looked at you to the side while he was in front of you. Man, he looked at me while he was in front of me. Yeah, he did. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hurt my heart. That's why every chance I got him, I played him, man. I wanted to run him down. I hope he break. Oh, you remember we played him in two thousand nine in Tennessee. He broke, and you were trying to go get him. I would laugh because I thought Carlos had an angle. <laughs> Los ain't have no angle. It wasn't no angle created when Chris Johnson broke. It wasn't no angle. Hey, that head, but your head went back. I just stopped running because I knew I ain't had a chance. I said, well, DRC trying to go get him. Look at these boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I would laugh because he bit that cone on loose, man. I said, I don't allow Man, one of the fastest to do it. But yeah, the, the, the man, DRC, when he's, these stories are not, we not, you know, just adding on to these stories. These are legit. These are facts. This man yeah. was super fast. And heck, he just raced Isaiah Rogers, who one of the fastest guys in the league. And you said he barely right. beat you. Cause you stopped right. at the beginning of the car, bare feet in the streets. Yes, sir. <laughs> in the streets. Be- in the so, street. so now let's let's fast forward to draft day. Arizona take you in the first round. Your rookie season, you take off, similar to what you did at Tennessee State when you first jumped on the scene. You know what I mean? Rookie year, balling, team balling, playoffs. You had two interceptions, I think, in the postseason play. Man, starting to really gra- gradually become one of the best defenders in the second day. And when you look at that playoff run, and then I don't want to bring this up, DLC, but I got to bring up the Super Bowl. Yeah, too. We play it all later, Mike, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Super Bowl, one of the more iconic passes and receptions in Super Bowl history. Yeah. What was your, your, your viewpoint of that play with Santonio? And did you think he had an opportunity? Number one, Big Ben being able to have the elevation right. on the football to surpass, I think, Ralph Brown. Me, Ralph Brown, and Francisco. Francisco, three guys for yeah. the drop where it dropped. Did you think that he had an opportunity to complete that pass? No, man, but the crazy thing about it, Mike, man, is Trail was trying to tell me we're coming. Because on third down, they ran the same play. To the opposite side. To the opposite side. Came back on the other side, but just motioned to it and mm. ran a see. I think they game planned. Yeah, I think y'all, I, I I commend y'all coach because y'all did a great job of game planning. Mm-hmm. They knew I was a jumping, baiting cornerback. Yeah. So we being cover four. They came out in the bunch. Number one ran, ran an all curl. 
Mm-hmm. So we ran the corner and somebody ran to the flat. The flat. You I, took the flats. I took the flats because yeah. it's in the cold line, so I jumped and they think if you don't know nothing about cover four, the safety's inside out, so he's no out leverage. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, man? So the safety was out leverage, so he had, he had, yeah, man. He it came over the emotion to the bunch, and I knew soon as soon as that flat came. He he took a slight peek over there and I just jumped it. And yeah. I seen that ball and I knew in my head, I said, man, it's either a touchdown is going out of bounds. <laughs> I turned around, you, you can see in the pitch, I'm in the pitch like, ah, dang. Yeah. So they just told me. He just told me. But in goal line, they they should know me. If you put something in front of me, I'm gone. You're gonna take that cheese. Now I'm gonna take that cheese every time. <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna take it every time. Like. Hey, but think about this though, Jit. How many times you took the cheese and made a play? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, it's yeah. kind, of, kind of give and take with it, man. The good and bad. Hey, hey, and it's funny for me. I didn't realize they ran the same play the first time until I actually watched the play over and over. I'm like, dang, they ran the same play but the opposite side, but they motioned to it. They got to it a different way instead of lining up in the formation. Adam, he just missed the throw. Yep. Yep. He had him. Yep. But great year for Arizona. Great year for you as a rookie. You know, showed that they drafted the right guy. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. The following year, mm-hmm. I come to Arizona, 2009. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go out. I, I was a I was a fan of DRC before I even knew who DRC was because I'm a fan of good quarterback. I mean, cornerback play, and I'm playing all anybody from Florida. I'm a rock with anyway. So I go out to Arizona. Yeah, sure. We got a few Florida boys out there. Me, DRC, and Trey Roll. We had it tight. But I come out there. I didn't just bring my helmet and my shoulder pads. I brought the card deck. Yeah, he bought the card deck. I bought the card deck, and if you guys know what I'm talking about, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Yes. I come out to Arizona, man. I, I brought the the Blu-ray, Blu-ray game to the Cardinals, and that was a way for us to fraternize yep. and have fun, cuss each other out, but we will have <laughs> fun. Man, t- you have any? Give me some of your favorite Blu-ray moments, man. Back in 2009, man. We when I got it with all you guys. Yeah, I just want to <clears throat> first say appreciate you for bringing that, cause to this day, man. We still have Blu-ray parties, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I fly to Atlanta just to boo somebody, man. Hey, you need to hurry up and get here, too. I can boo you. I owe you yeah. one. I owe you one. Yes, sir, man. So I appreciate you for showing me that, because I've been playing that air since, man. But, hey, B-Mike, you know a story I'm going to tell. I, 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 if, I see him, if I see him, I got to get him, B-Mike. <laughs> and, we call, and we call this man here the Riverboat Gambler. No question. And hey, Jay Feely. Jay Feely. Man, we playing Blu-ray, man. Jay they feeling must have hit me for 30,000. Now listen, <laughs> you don't know anything about our circle. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, it's the way we get to hang with each other, just, just fellowship and stuff like that. But one thing about us, we is not 100% collector. We're going to cut a deal. I'm going to cut you a deal. You hit me for 30,000, I'm going to cut you a good deal. You good pay me right now, I'll cut you a sweeter deal. Sweet one deal. Thing, one thing about Jay Feeling, boy, he ain't cutting nobody no deal. He want all his money <laughs> Hey, my man, I came to lock on that day. I'm going to everybody. Hey, listen. Jit came into the locker room the next day with a brown bag. Then he want to see, he want to speak to nobody. He said, Mac, don't say that to me today. Today the day. <laughs> I said, what's in the bag? Hey, but the crazy part about Jay Feeler, Jay Feeler told us, he said, listen, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give no deals. I don't want no deals. Like Jay Feeler, we teammates, man. What you talking about? I'm going to cut your deeds and no, I'm 100% collector. So whatever y'all owe me, I want it all. So at yeah. that, that game right there with DRC talking about, we had already ran out of cash, so we playing with Marcus. So what we do was we had to ball up a piece of paper. I mean, yeah. write your number on the paper along with what you owe in the pot. Right. So man, at the end of the day, I'm like, boy, I hope Jay Feely ain't got my number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. But one thing you did, though, Jay, you remember, you paid him that 30K. I paid you say You say, what are we doing today, y'all? We right back at it. Right back at it. I want to say he's going to bounce back, and he bounced back. But, yeah, Jay Feely, Jay, don't let the position fool you. You don't want to get in the Blu-ray game with Jay Feely. Mm -mm. You better know what you're doing. You better know who you're playing with. 
Jay Felix said, I'm in blind. Before we yeah, even yeah. see what the dealer flipped, that man said, I'm in. He said, what the freak you doing, Jay? What, ta- what, what you know? They got all Trump. They had me on that track. And boo you. They <laughs> boo me for no reason, too. They were boo, they were booing me like they ain't know me. That, that would hurt my heart. We, <laughs> and we teammates, and they were booing me like they, but they ain't even know me. Hey, they kept booing. The part 12,000. Who got booed? DRC. Dang, DRC. Like, the part yeah. 8,000. Who got booed? DRC. <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, don't let Mac Man fool y'all out there. If y'all play boo ray, this how he gonna try to get you. He gonna look at you and say, hey, now, I ain't trying to boo you, but I got to boo you. He know he booed me on purpose. He wanna keep that money out there. <laughs> that boy on the track. Hey, we are, we gotta say when you get in that track, boy, you can't get off. Nah, you can't get off that track. Jay, what's the biggest part you'd have been around? Do you think playing oh. Booway? Oh man, shoot. When me and Trail, uh, when me and Trail was in New York with uh JPP, you know, you know when people don't know don't, don't really they just start not. Oh yeah. And they feel like they got a lot of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doing the ones you want when they feel Ooh. like they got more money than they can lose. Oh, listen, I, I had bought my um, my brother to the boo game, but me and him both went home. Love, but late. Woo. Y'all, y'all boy took advantage man, of JPP. I don't wanna, now, when JPP, I don't want to put him out there, but it got so bad, the man wife had them called us and say, hey, they don't invite my husband over there no more. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you walked away with? Oh, man, I walked away with probably about, I walked away with probably about seven, and my little brother walked away with about 20. Oh. Yeah, it get ugly over there. Oh, they get, Hey, that boo ray, hey, that them boo ray nights, man. Either you're gonna be sweating or you gonna be feeling good. <laughs> it's gonna be one of It's gonna be ain't no in between. <laughs> ain't no in between. It's gonna be sweating or you can walk away feeling good or you can walk away like your stomach hurting, ready to throw up. Everything. Everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's transition to 2011. You get traded to the Eagles. Ooh, Training man. camp, Vince Young called you guys the dream team. I mean, yeah. you look at some of the names, Vince Young, yourself, Ronnie Brown, uh, Jason Babin, Namdi, Asamoah. I mean, star after star after star. Yeah. And my producer, Eric, he's a big time Eagles fan. So this is right, is, is, is near, dear to him. But why did that group fail to live up to the hype? And we had Eric, we even had Sante. I, I forgot was, about Zant. Y'all had Zant too? Yeah. Trent Cole, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, Brent <laughs> Yeah, and, Vic, and Vic, right? And McCoy. And, and Shady. Yeah. And yeah. Jason Peters. Yeah. Yeah. What well, happened? But I think it was it was so much going on in the locker room as far as front office to players mm-hmm. that it never got right. Because I think I think the Nambi sign like threw, threw a lot of people for a loop. When I first got there, it was just me and Azan. And he, he breaking me down, telling who. And then when Nambi came, and I was like, we got three outside corners. What do we do? Exactly. And, and none you, of them. You, y'all really didn't need Namdi. No, that's that's what I'm saying. They kind of threw everything for a loop. And then now we now we're trying to figure out who's playing inside. You know Zon ain't going inside. He mm. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> he tell you that. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, back, man. I thought I was shot out. Yeah. Nah, nah, that got me. Oh, yeah. Dog. You know, another Florida boy. You know, you know, yeah. so, hey, some of y'all boys in Florida be throwing off, boy. Y'all gonna yeah, say whatever y'all wanna say, whatever y'all wanna say. It don't matter who around, <laughs> it's gonna be said. Hey, he throw it off, man. He throw, I mean, he throw it off, man. But when we got them, uh-huh. so now they looking at me. Cause we going, you going inside. I'm, and I'm looking at, you know, I'm the young guy. I'm yeah. cool, with it, but in my head, I ain't cool with it. Yeah, cause you always been an outside guy. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm 6'2", man. I'm not gonna go ahead and guard these little dudes in here. No question. So, man, but it never jail, but. And then we fired our defensive coordinator within the first what four weeks, yeah. and we didn't have. We were still a top seven defense, mm-hmm. but they was looking for somebody to blame. And it was just so much going on between coaches and the players that it just never got right. Yeah, it just never got right. Man, I forgot about. I forgot. Yeah, Jeremy Macklin, who's still young in his career, prime yeah. years. Deshaun, mm-hmm. Shady McCoy. <laughs> Did y'all even make the playoffs that year? No, no Giants. I think that's your Giants. Oh, Giants won the Super Bowl. Wow. What could have been if things would have been handled the right way? Who was that? Who was that safety? We had Nate Allen and Kurt Coleman. Yeah, y'all finished eight and eight that year. Five hundred. Yep. That's what it was. Eight and eight. Oh, and wow. the Giants nine and seven to get to the playoffs. And got in there and, and, and caught fire at the right time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, twenty thirteen. Yeah. I say you 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 joined a more formidable 
dream team with Peyton Manning. That year, he dropped 55 touchdowns. You guys went on to Super Bowl 48 against the Seattle Seahawks. But what went wrong that night? Man, they still scoring on us night, man. <laughs> what, what happened, Jit? They still scoring on us, man. They, they came out the first play. I said, oh, yeah, they're going to be a long night here, man. Yeah, the and first play was, was the safety, right? Was that the safety? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cold. It was raining. But I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to. I think we really weren't prepared. Because, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it didn't matter who Seattle played that night. They it was going to beat them. They were going to beat them. I didn't care who they played. Yeah, they, I agree with you. Electric fine over there. Yeah. Like I'm looking at their sideline. I'm looking at their energy. They were just electric. They just wanted it way more. Uh-huh. And I, th- I think it was like quicksand for us. Once one thing went wrong, another, another. And the harder we fought, the, the more we saw. Yeah. And so what, what, what sealed the deal for them when Percy Harvin took that kickoff back? It was it was great halftime. <laughs> Put a dag in us, yeah. And we were missing a few key players, you know what I mean? Didn't have no Vaughn, which makes a difference, no Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> no, them boys was on fire. Yeah. They, they had backup receivers coming in and catching on us. No question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, they, and, they, and Peyton Manning couldn't, couldn't get anything going against that defense, that Legion of Boom. Not that, not that night. And they were hitting too. They yeah. were like, and talking about the Broncos 2013, you had a chance to be uh, teammates. Uh, with Demarius Thomas, um, yeah. you know, going against him week in and week out in practice. Uh, Demarius no longer here, you know, died a few months ago. But how special of a person and player was he? Man, to be that size and to, and to pick him up and put him down how he did and the way he shielded his body, man, like, I only wanted to go against him in one on ones, you know, him, Deck, Andre, especially mm-hmm. with going, man. So I, I, I always pride myself with just whenever he go up there, I got to go up there because mm-hmm. I wanted. He was going to bring it out, man. And me and him always went back and forth to where, because I was only there one year, but, man, all the way up until he passed, bro, like, bro would always hit me up just on some random stuff. Like, man, dude, I see what's up, man. You a wild dude, man. What you doing? Just, <laughs> I, I knew it real because he always, yeah. like I always tell people, man, if you need to leave a team or leave, and then in that offseason, if somebody on that team hits you up, man, they really mess with you like No that, question. Man. No question. So, we always stay in contact, man. That's why I do. He was going through what he was going through because uh, his people had reached out to him like, man, you need to holler at the marriage. You know, he's on the down end. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the love was always there, man. He's a great guy, great teammate, man. And on and off the field, it was always love with us, man. Yeah. A lot of trouble, but it was always love. No question. He will forever be missed. You know, yes. Broncos legend, Georgia Tech, Yellow Jacket legend, man. Great wide receiver, as you mentioned, with the size and speed. Uh, had an outstanding career and definitely had a great year in 2013. The following yes, year, as you mentioned, you was only in Denver one year. You linked up with the Giants. Uh, yes, sir. November 23rd, 2014, you were there to witness one of the memorable plays oh. in NFL history. Yes, sir, the catch. Uh, yeah. w- what was your vantage point of the catch, and what were your thoughts when you saw it? That's one of them wild moments. Like, like your whole, you like, ooh, what the, wow. Cause you always you always knew knew he was special. Cause mm-hmm. in practice we like doing little tricks and stuff. When you go on one on one, he always trying to one hand you do some crazy stuff. Yeah. But to see it in a game against a pass interference like that on that stage, I think it was a Monday or Sunday night football. Some I know it was a nighttime game. Yeah, man, I think that, it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah, man, that that thing was spectacular, man. Like to see it in person, like you look at it like nah, he ain't just do that. I know nah. Y'all man, playing special. With, y'all playing with me, but yeah. That was special, man. That was a great catch. A great catch. One of the best, one of the best regular season catches I think we will ever see. Yeah. And the thing about that is it was no luck involved. Right. You know what I mean? We we've seen him do that routinely in drills, like you said. He would try to practice that and catch one hand cat passes against you guys while being covered. So it was no luck involved. It's nothing but pure skill, a skill that he has. And a lot of us couldn't, we don't have because we can't do right. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Looking at what Odell did that night, and then eventually you guys had success uh, getting to the playoffs, then the picture of the boat trip surfaces before you guys take on uh, the Green Bay Packers. Do you think the media made too big of a deal of the boat yeah. picture? Yeah, because you know it. <clears throat> you know, you, you know, as a player, man, when you when you get some time off, you're going to take that time off. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you got to think what you're dealing with. You got Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard. These still are young men, like young guys. 
they not at our age, but we understand you got to move mindful. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Certain things in the season you can and cannot post. Yeah. Not because, you know what I'm saying, you're you afraid to live, but it's just when you see, you know, it's certain things you do. See, I think they blew it up. They didn't, they didn't realize, man, them still, them still were young guys. They, they, yeah. they didn't know no better. They were just hanging out. And also, too, Jit, if you guys win, that's no story. That's no story at all. That's that's the that's the biggest part to that whole picture in that event. If you win, ain't no story. Cause like when we played you guys played in the Super Bowl in Tampa, the night before we stayed up all night playing Boo Ray. Right. But right. we win and ain't a big story. If we lost and someone found out where well, the Steelers, most of the defensive guys, was up all night playing cards, heck, that'd have been a huge story. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So when you play a game professionally as an adult anytime you lose they're looking for ways to criticize to, to be critical about why you lost or what happened right and that just happened at the wrong time right right you know what i mean so and because of that you know heck the giants haven't had success since then why do you think they've been struggling so much in recent years man uh they're doing a lot they're doing a lot of with the with the offices the coaches a lot of changes you know guys guys coming in not chilling you yep. know uh then 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 your then you your Eli leave, you know mm-hmm. that that's that's them shoes. Especially you, you know how it is coming in as a young quarterback. Not not majority of them are gonna come in and and and, and be your uh your Joe Burrows and, and stuff like that. Some of them are gonna take time. They uh-huh. need to go. You know what I mean? I think uh they should have left Eli on for a little bit to train him a little bit more. You, you know what I mean? Or, or just help guide him along the way, or bring somebody in that can help push push the young guy. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think it's gotta do a better job. I, I see that they want to start over, go younger, not then yeah. building years, but they're gonna have to stick with it and build. You can't keep changing it just because it don't work. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing a lot of organizations don't get, DRC. When you bring in young guys that you believe have an opportunity of playing significant time, they need to be able to learn from guys who have done it before. Right. That's right. the thing. You know what I mean? It's, you can't have a situation where you got the blind trying to lead the blind. You're not gonna go anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I say this all the time. You know, have you ever seen two individuals who can't see try to cross the street without a stick? It's <laughs> <laughs> an accident, accident going to happen. You right. got to have someone right. that can see, can be their eyes and show them this is how you do it. This is what you're supposed to do. This is when you're supposed to do it. So when that person is long gone, now that young, the young player becomes an older player. Now he understands I was taught and learned how to do it from somebody, from someone who's done it the right way. And that's a domino effect. You have that same thing go through the entire organization. That's why yep. so many organizations fall short of being consistent and being competitive because they sometimes they oftentimes remove some of the older ones too soon. Right. Too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Think about think about this prime example. Pat Mahomes had an right. opportunity to learn from a serviceable vet, Alex mm-hmm. Smith. They didn't right. throw him into that fire, but they allowed him to learn, and then. Alex Smith, you go your separate way. Now, Pat Mahomes, you got the car keys. Right. You know, and at that, at that position, you cannot throw a guy in that fire too soon because you may stunt his growth. He might not be, he might never be able to get out of his own way. Right. There you go. There you yeah. go. There you go. And, and so let's transition. To, what you got? Nah, so you said something then, or you might stunt his own growth because you, you get thrown in that fire, man, and you don't have success. If you ain't the guy that can come out of that, come out of that funk, or, or you mentally strong? Yeah, that, oh. that guy. That guy. <laughs> that, that, they don't believe. They know that they're good, but they don't believe they're good. Exactly. When I tell my little cousin, I say, man, the difference between me, I didn't care if Odell lined up in front of me or, 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 or Joe lined up in front of me. I got to treat you the same. Because mm-hmm. the more, more respect, you already want to battle in my, in my mind. So yeah. I said, you're going to have to, like, People are afraid that for some reason when those spotlights come on, you're afraid to get beat. Mm-hmm. I was never afraid to beat. You beat me, you don't have to beat me again and mm-hmm. again. And, but I promise you, I'm not, I'm not gonna be afraid. I'm gonna take my chance. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why you were the player that you were and talking about taking chances. You 30 career picks, seven pick sixes, seven career touchdowns. Was taking chances the most important part to your game and the success that you had? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cause you know, I, I I asked uh when I got the feeling, I asked the Sante, I said, man, cause I'm not gonna lie, at, at an HBCU, 
we we don't watch film the right way, so I never knew how to watch film. Mm-hmm. So when I I still didn't I still didn't just watch film like that because I I, was, I never knew how. So I just play off instinct. It's, it's me and you. Like that's how I, that's why I love man. That's why I'm not I wasn't that good at in zone like that. I was good, yeah. but I, I was great because if I see it, I'm gone. I'm coming out my zone. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I was a man-to-man guy, but I learned, I saw this said, man, I watched third downs and second alone. That's the only film I watched. And he said, no matter how you dress it up, if I see it on film, you put it in front of me, I'm taking that chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because that them you got to have it down. And then, so that's what I started doing, man. I just started watching third down, like, Third and short. That's why I know when third and short, sometimes they most, I know he's going to run. It's a slant whip. Like, that's why I was so good at guarding. Like, if you ever read the article that they wrote on Cole Beasley, he, he said he hate playing me because he can't get open on me because I studied his foot. It's certain times when he run that over, mm-hmm. when he comes closer, he's going to do a feet a certain way. When he run that whip route, he do a feet a certain way. And I picked up on that. Break, break down, Jit, for our listeners who might not know what a whip route is. What is a whip route? Whip route is when you you come off the ball, you go in, and you whip okay. out. Yep. You know? And with him, he do it feet a certain way. And then I, I, I go in the thinking to myself, I watched a lot of whip routes just on other people. And I said, like, how they keep getting beat? Mm-hmm. Conus, we too anxious. You're going to have to come across my face. And then I looked at where every whip route was thrown. It's thrown on the other hands. I got makeup speed. So when you call my face, I'm still let you take two more steps before I even take off over there. Mm. And then I'm not going to run this way. I'm going to run behind you. So if you do cut back, you're going to have to run into me. Run so right I, into you. Yeah, I started studying the whip route, man. That's why he could never get me on that no more. He probably wow. got me after that. He never. I just studied the whip route. Because I be watching the game today, like, I see it set up. But the one thing I like about the younger guys, like the, the Jeffersons and the and the uh, the boy from the um, the Bengals, the Chases, I, 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 like, I like the athletic ability. But the one thing that Conan that they gonna help out for a Conan like me, uh-huh. they do a, do a lot of telltale. Yeah, if, if playing basketball, know, they play a lot of basketball. There you go, and that and that I said, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, the game is evaluating, but as a corner, if you just hone in, see, I, you gotta pay attention to the details. You hone into them details, yeah. it'll be a lot for you. It'll be a hey. lot easier. And that's growth because I I was out there in AZ with you your second year, and all you yeah. want to do was just run. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All I want to do, as long as I can run with you, I ain't worried about nothing. I ain't worried about nothing else. Just, I'm not, I don't care about what they're doing. They ain't All I want to do is run. But when you started learning the game, took you to a whole nother level. And that's why you were able to play so long, along with taking care of your mind and your body, but understanding right. and knowing what to anticipate. And that's why you got a, a long toilet paper reel of highlights of you taking pics to the house. Taking yeah. off passes, breaking off passes, picking up passes, and covering people always in the hip pocket. And right now, you know, you're still active. You're playing yeah. flag football, playing semi-pro. Uh, what's it like, you know? And and do you feel like you're a target, Jit? Because now, yeah. Man, anytime, you, yeah, anytime you step on the football field to play flag football, to play semi-pro, they know who you are. They're trying to put you in the highlight, highlight oh. reel. How has that experience been for you? Man, it's it been great, man, because it, it keep me young and it keep me fun and it keep me competitive, man. Because you, you uh-huh. know me, better than man, but I'm telling you, it, it, I remember mean, one tournament, man, that man threw at nobody but me, and I'm saying in my head, either he don't know who I am, or bro really trying me at him. <laughs> they be trying to put you on, a, especially in a semi-pro. Oh, uh-huh. man, so I'm on kickoff. So, you know, and I'm at the five, too, so as I'm running down. Oh, you at the five, you in the action. I'm in the action, but I, you know what I mean? I ain't played in a while, so I forgot that the five was in the action. I thought, <laughs> you know So in my peripheral, I just see two people beelining over I'm like, is that coming from me? Man, every time I'm on the field, on the special, it's coming from me. Oh, man, it be, but it be fun, though, man. It be fun, but they be coming from me, man. Last week, last week, dude ran a corner route on me, and I jumped it. Both of them went in the, but he came down with it. Mike, man, before I got on the sideline, I was already on Instagram, man. man. <laughs> they already had me. Oh, they done got Pro Marty out here. They you know what I'm I said, God, but they ain't give me no break. They ain't going to give you no break. What's, what's your record? Oh, we five and oh now. We 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 running now. We oh, y'all running. running. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right so I, I got a question for you, man. We just saw the Rams <laughs> win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Against Cincinnati. We just saw Eric Weddle, who was away from the game for over two years, mm-hmm. got a call, came back, helped the Rams solidify that championship. With you still playing football, flag, and semi-pro, and also playing basketball as well, would you entertain a possibility 
of that type return to the NFL given the given the opportunity? Oh yeah, I probably I probably would though, Mike, man. Shoot, I had uh the S can play. So uh I definitely entertain him. Man, I can still pick him up, put him down now. No question, not to mention, shoot, they can put you at safety. I know you still can cover the post to post. Oh, oh yeah, I go, I can go hands to hand now, Mike, man. I can I can, I can sit back there and room. Hey, you know what you should have did? Yeah. You know what you should have did, Jet. When you and Isaiah was running bare, barefoot in the in the streets, you should did somebody yeah. record it? Yeah, they, they, they had it all on the internet. You ain't seen it? I ain't see it. We got I gotta I see got, that. I gotta send it to you. You gonna say, oh yeah, Jet, you and black. When I got I got out on him, boy, he, he caught me so fast it escaped. <laughs> but and, see what I, I'm trying to tell him is I'm like, man, you I'm not really training like that. Like, you know, I hit the gym, do a little weight just to stay fit for myself. But yeah. I ain't really training to hold my speed and stuff like that. But no you, question. You, I get back to real training, y'all still play my man. Because every, everything, one thing I like about this Florida period, yeah. we always athletes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a competitor. So when guys come home from the uh, Rat 9 shoot, like this weekend, they had an NFL uh, 707 little uh, thing. Uh, Deion can't do from the Jet. Not, uh, I think Weiss, the quarterback, he bought his team. Mm-hmm. Deion all this team, Ray Ray McLeod, all this team from the Steelers. There's about eight teams out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going against quarterback. You know, like, I'm pick six and everything. Like, I can still line up with, with whoever you consider the best. No you question. Know what I mean? now, can I give you can I give you 60 plays? No. Nah, I can't give you this play. <laughs> you, can, you, can you, you, you can give them third down. You can give them third downs. I can give you third down all day. You know no what question. Mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, before I let you go, DRC, we're going to transition to the superlative part of our show. I'm going to hit you with yeah. rapid-fire questions. want your honest, unbiased answer. Well, you already answered the first one. Fastest player you ever played against, you said Chris Johnson. Is there another name you'd like to add to that? It, it ain't, it, it's only two, two receivers that ever made me open up a run for real. That was Randy Moss and Mike Wallace. Oh, that Mike Wallace was fast one. Yeah, yeah, cool. I ain't gonna lie to you. He made me open up. The only two that made me really open up. When I, when I say, hey, hey, man, you gotta get on your horse, man. <laughs> Which, did you, you talk about Mike Wallace in Pittsburgh, huh? Yes, sir. That 17, when he had that, that Steeler helmet on, I tell people this all the time. Mike Wallace had an ugly, unorthodox style of running. It was like he was fighting himself. For but real. What? <laughs> man. That's, that's a... Man, that Mike Wallace was fast, man. And if he actually knew how to run, mm-hmm. ain't no telling what he, he could run. But you knew who was the, the fastest. Like, they, they made me open up. But the fastest receiver I ever played against didn't really make me open up because I knew he was going deep. Like, uh-huh. ever taught him how to run routes? Yeah. He, uh, the, uh, something like Hay, Hay Bay or something like that. Uh, got Dari- D- Darius Haywood Bay. Yeah. He yeah. played for the Raiders. He ran. He ran low four three coming out of Maryland, if not mistaken. First round yeah. to the Raiders. Yeah, but he, he transcended that on the field. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too. You know, some guys fast forty times, but not right. as fast on the field. But when you get them boys who fast fast on the field, right, right. Favorite interception of your career? Oh, Eli Manning against the Giants. Uh, I had them broke my hand. You know, I saw I had a cast. Oh, that's that that's that's that Sunday Sunday night when you went over the top on the yeah. post route with the ugly cast on the thumb, a finger. Yeah, so Mike man, I went top his head, Mike Man. Yes, you that did. My, my favorite one, Mike Man. That's he the ran. favorite one. I was I was on the field with I saw I remember that. So we was in we was in Man of Man Zero and he ran a uh uh post corner post. post. And, I and he had nothing but green, he had number grass. He had number grass. When that hey, when you, when you make that play. I said, there's only a few people that can make that play in zero because, you know, in zero, we supposed to be inside, but somehow or another he got inside because he ran that post corner post. Yep. And, and most corners yep. ain't got, got that, that type of speed yep. that you had to be able to make up and you went over top of them. We got, hey, Eric, yeah. we got to find yes, a way. Yes, we, when we when we put this on YouTube, we got to find a way, hopefully get that highlight and let people see exactly this play because that was an unbelievable pick. It was like, when he when he, when Eli threw the ball, and then the crazy part about it, you know how it is, Jet. When we in zero, we want the pressure to get there. Man, he, Eli, <laughs> he ain't got that. He's not supposed to hold the ball in his hand that long for him to run a post corner post and zero right. pressure. I, right. I got I think I got a hit a stop route, but when Eli threw it, I'm like, oh shoot, and I ain't <laughs> seen nobody but grass, so I'm like, oh, That's yep. I seen that boy Jit come. I said, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the wild moments. I, I'm. 
I think I agree with you. I, I saw that one up close and personal, so I agree with you. A lot of people don't know this about you. You're a big time Game of Thrones fan. You love Game of Thrones, right? Yes, Favorite character? The midget. Easy. <laughs> if I said the midget. <laughs> no disrespect to certain people. <laughs> it's survival, bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever he gonna do, whatever he got to do, he gonna do it to survive. But not only that, man, Breaking on that liquor, he get hanging knot. Breaking gonna do it. You hear me? <laughs> whatever, by any means necessary. <laughs> hey, how did you you binge watch it? How 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 fast did you get yeah, through everything? I, I, I was I was a late bloomer. I just finished it um, when I was in Washington. <laughs> That's how late I. So I watched it all during like the last few years. Just watched the whole thing. Uh, uh, Tyron Lannister. That's a, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. That's a good one. All right. Best DB you played with? Shoot, man, I played with a lot of them, man. I can. Oh, let me see. Ruth, baby. You done play with Champ? I done play with Champ, bro. I, I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna say Champ. Uh -huh. You know, what I mean? this man when I got there, he had to be in his 13th or 14th year. Yeah, it, it could have been 14 or 15. I, I can't I can't exaggerate this. I never seen a missed practice or OTA when I was there. Mm -hmm. and, and he never took no reps off. Like when deep end was up, you know how your bets take off sometimes? Yeah. Never seen him do it. And that, and that wowed me. Because see, when I was in year two, when I was in year two, <laughs> yeah, I, you weren't okay. Yeah, hey, you know that man, man. Man, we had some practices. Hey, we go out to practice. Hey, TA say Terrell Austin be like, Hey, anybody see DRC? We're like, Man, hey, he come late with his pad, no clothes on. He got his cleats in his hand, his, his pads in his head, helmet, shoulder pad in his head. The man go to the field to get dressed. Yeah, TA, don't you right. say nothing to me today. The day, the day. The day of the day. Don't you buy say that to me today. <laughs> well, I said that to me. I've been feeling the day. Leave me alone. <laughs> he done got booed. He done got booed right before practice. He bad. He ready to cuss everybody out. Cussing everybody be like, shit, man, you can't do this man all the time. No, man. No, man. They don't understand me, man. They don't understand me. <laughs> hey, and that one thing I appreciate you about you, man. Couldn't nobody calm me down, but you, you about the only one can come over there and talk to me. Couldn't, you just couldn't come over there and talk to me now, but you better come correct. No, no question. I was like, man, come on, man. These people gonna think you crazy. Man, F that, man. F that. No, they wanna put everything on me. They wanna <laughs> like, Jit, calm down. We in the game. What game that was? You went crazy. Oh, you man, cussed I everybody out. I was Seattle. That was Seattle. I, I was legit, man, what's wrong with you, man? You just told me you were good. We're gonna have a good day. No, man, they don't want me to be great. They don't want me to be great. <laughs> It's been crazy, man. But I felt like I feel like I should have got two checks: checks for playing and a check for watching over you, making sure you don't 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 go crazy and grab somebody, cousin everybody. Every every week we're gonna be something with Jit though. Every week, oh yeah, every week, Mike, man. This is a tough one right here for you. Most talented, most talented quarterback you played with. Most talented. Ooh, it got it got to be Mike. It got to be Mike Vick. Mm. Yeah, it got to be because you caught Mike. In Philly, when he still had that, I, I. Yeah, he, st he still had it. But yeah. the thing that might be more start listening to the press. Mm. You, you, really? you quit, quit trying to make them make you think you have to be a pocket quarterback. No do question. what, got, do what got you where you at. That was, yeah. that, I mean, you know, me and Brandon Marshall was going to fight one time in the hot tub because of that. <laughs> in the yeah. hot tub. Yeah, because when he came over to New York, you know, his first few games, he was dropping a few passes. So they yeah. had. And he's trying to be a good guy. So, you know, I tried. I said, man, I said, see, the problem was wrong with you. You forgot that you were crazy. I said, crazy, but you to be good. Now you, now the media tell you, oh, he's a problem. He's this and that. So now you want to come over here and act all good. Want to put your little, little collar shirt on and you let tie. I said, man, get mad sometime, man. Get the edge back. Bring the edge back. Yeah, bring the edge. That's all I was trying to do. He's like, that's not me no more. So I went to pushing that button, Mike, man. He don't got it. He threw them in that hot tub with the walking tour, man, and big snacks had to get freed up, man. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the best right now. Where he that, at? Man, he yeah. That's who you yeah. want. Break that out of the field. Yeah. And I can tell you, if Mike Vick played in today's era of quarterback play in his prime <laughs> year, like, because you, like you said, they try to turn him into something that he wasn't. Now, a lot of people are embracing the athletic element that some quarterbacks have. 
If Mike right. Vick came into the to the into this league right now, man, who knows what he would have been able to done. Do now, Grant, he still had a great career, but like you said, they tried to turn him mm-hmm. into something that he wasn't. Best hooper in the NFL right now is who? And oh, by the Devante. way, you, you hoop a lot. You got you got games, so, but who you Devante. think is the best hooper? Oh, the, dang, Devante. that was fast. Yeah, I ain't got to think, think twice about that one. Okay. Like, man, I, I seen him at, we, we played in the All-Star game now. Uh-huh. It ain't too many people that can jump up there with me. Man, he, he jumping from, I thought he went and gave Jesus a high five one time. <laughs> he getting up like that? Oh, and then he got, then he got the, and a little shot, I say, oh, he can play for real, for real. But that remind me of his releases. Exactly. At the line remind- of scrimmage, it's like he playing basketball. Yep. Smooth. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard, I heard. heard he got some some hell of a game. They say he can go. They say yeah, he can really go. He can go, Mike, man. Last question for you. All right? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to give you three names, right? Three names. All same position. I want you to start one. You're going to have to start one. You're going to have to sit one. And you have to cut the other. Ooh, that's tough. To cut. Eli Manning, Kurt Warner, Peyton Manning. Start, sit, cut. Who you starting? I can tell you. you I can tell you. <laughs> Eli, I'm going tell you, he cut right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not nothing against you, Eli. You know me and you had me in the locker room. We had some time now. We all got good now. Yeah. But I'm going to Eli. I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to cut Eli. I'm going to start Kurt Warner. And I'm gonna bring in pay men off the bench. You starting Kurt? Yeah, I'm gonna start Kurt. Kurt was special out there, wasn't he? Yes, I played. I played that year we went to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I, I played with all three of them. Mm-hmm. But that Super Bowl, man, for him to be that age, man, the reason why I'm gonna start him is because it's a long season. Yeah. When that backup come in, I ain't, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt probably ain't gonna get back in. I see. I like what you're doing. I like your logic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kurt probably get back in, but. <laughs> We ain't going to start paying medical here for Texas. i never uh-huh. forget, boy. Like, man, you know me don't like that cold now. Man, we in demo. <laughs> no indoor facility. We out there. Y'all outside? Man, I think between Air Deck and Damaris and West Walker. Remember me that little West Walker? Yes, sir. They, uh, they must have been dropped the ball every chance they got. This this, this, this going through practice. Now we in 7-on-7. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. Man, we started the whole day over with and changed the size of the field. I said, oh, whole nah, practice. The whole practice over. Peyton, Peyton got mad and made... Everyone made, start over. Made everyone start over in the cold. 20 degrees. I said, okay. Oh, no, nah, don't worry about it. Worry <laughs> you, about it. you know I, I had one of them jit moments. <laughs> hey, hey, Mac Man, so when the offense out there, they were jit at inside, looking at the window like they're right here. Wait a minute, you went inside? Oh, yeah, I'm inside in the building. Just wait until the defense time to come up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, what? It's too cold, Mac Man. <laughs> I done been out here for an hour and 30 minutes already. We got to start over. <sighs> Peyton Williams, you said he was a perfectionist, so he, man. He a, he a perfectionist. Yeah, that's why. You, you, we start knowing, we, and we're going to change direction and go and do it again. And boys ain't dropping no more passes. Boys ain't dropping no more passes. Hey, that's that's why Peyton Man is the guy who he is. One of the best yes, to ever do it at the quarterback position, the sheriff. Yes, sir. The sheriff. Hey, what, G, hey, DRC, man, listen. Dominique Rogers-Cromarty, man, great, great conversation, man. Appreciate you joining me here, all things covered. Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden, TSU great. You said something earlier in our conversation. You said you wanted to be forever be remembered yes, at sir. Tennessee State when you got when you went there. And that yes, 45, sir. no one can wear the 45 like you wore. I saw why well, he got there with that 45 on. I saw you at the yeah. CM Bowl with the red spat. You remember you had the red spat with the white cleats? No. I mean, yeah, why I'm he pretty- in the secondary with 45 though? I couldn't figure that out. I was so happy you had that 29 at, 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 uh, at, at Arizona. And I, then, had that by, I had that by default, man. And then, but then you find a way to go get 45. Yeah, I, when I first got there, I tried to get it uh, from the fullback. He, he'd been there for a couple of years, like five years. He rolled 45. Man, man I, I was a rookie. I, mm-hmm. I think because he went for a round. He told me he wanted uh, 30,000. I said, man, I ain't got it. <laughs> oh, he wanted 30. He wanted 30. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> You just you waited out, but you made twenty nine a, 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 a hot thing out there. But when you got a chance to go get forty five, you got it, and you roll with it. Yes, sir. You roll with it. Well, hey, man, appreciate you joining me. When the next when the next semi pro game? Oh, oh, Saturday we played the uh, number two team in it, man. It's gonna be a good game. That they had the first game would be them nineteen twenty, so I know they want they get right. Okay, so make make sure if you go viral, you go viral for the right reason. 
right. <laughs> All right. Let me know when you back up this way so I can boo you too. Man, man, I'm gonna take five on your ace. I'm ready. Well, I hope you take five. I ain't gonna let you in there. I'm what will you say? Hey, I ain't gonna try to boo you, but I gotta boo you. <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta boo you to get, to get the pot. I gotta boo you, man. Appreciate it, DRC. All right, Mike, Mike. Yes, sir. <laughs>